0: Hello and welcome back to Organic Gardening for Beginners, the show that helps you to start your first garden. Today we are talking about the top five mistakes that I see beginner gardeners make. Now, of course, there are more. But these are some of the most common ones that fortunately are also very easy to fix so that you can get your garden off on the right foot this year. My name is Jessica and I'm the host of this show. I have 20 years of experience that I am bringing to you to help you get started with your thriving and productive garden. Okay, starting with the first mistake that I often see people make and that I made myself um, when I was first starting out and especially when I was moving to somewhere new this is a tricky one, and that is not watering enough. If you are coming from a location where you get regular rain, such as I did when I lived in the Pacific Northwest, and then you move to a new area, such as I did to Southern California, where the weather is obviously very, very different, then it is easy to forget to adapt to your new climate. And even if you are gardening in the same place that you've lived in for a long time, if you're just not used to paying attention to the water needs of your plants, then it's easy to forget or to think that they're getting enough. And really they're not. And you might not notice it right away. Like it's not that you're going to step out there and constantly see wilted plants or drooping leaves. But the problem with not enough water is that it stresses out your plants Just like your body gets stressed when you get dehydrated. If a plant is dehydrated, it becomes much more vulnerable to pest pressure and to getting diseases. Um, Not to mention that your plants will probably not reach their full potential in size and productivity. Uh, So, making sure that you give your plants regular water, about an inch a week, an inch of water, um, is definitely ideal for keeping your garden as healthy as possible. A very quick fix for this is to install an irrigation system. And it sounds intimidating, but uh, it's really not that difficult. There are little kits that you can buy from lots of sources online. I'll have some of those in the show notes um, that will make it very easy to kind of piece together this modular system that will fit your space, whether you're gardening in containers or in an in-ground bed or even raised beds. It's very easy to set up and it's kind of a set it and forget it type of system. On the other hand, the second mistake that I often see is people watering too much. Um, This can be really common because you want to avoid those problems that I just mentioned with too little water of too much love, a little bit too much love for the plants. Um, And unfortunately, that's just as bad as too little water. When you overwater your plants, the ground becomes saturated uh, and soggy and the plants can actually drown If you overwater them, which was something I only learned a few years ago, the exact science behind it. And basically, there are air pockets in the soil that the plant roots reach to. They need the oxygen in order to survive. And if you completely saturate the soil or it just stays too moist for too long, then those air pockets fill with water. And so the plant roots, as they travel through the dirt, they go. Um, searching for oxygen and they can't find it. All they find is water. So essentially they drown. Um, Too frequent of watering as well can lead to shallow root growth, which means that instead of digging deep into the ground in search of water, the plant roots stay very shallow and close to the surface because it's readily available, the water is. They don't need to go further down. And so when you go through a dry spell or a windstorm comes through, it makes the plants very vulnerable to um, getting either pulled out or just tipped over because they're not securely anchored into the ground with, um, with a deep root system. And just like with too little water, a very easy fix for this is that irrigation system, putting your plants on a timer so that every other day, every week, whatever your climate calls for, the timer uh, triggers the water flow and your plants just get Automatically watered uh, at the schedule that they need. All right, number three, mistake number three that I often see with beginner gardeners is spacing your plants too far apart. Now, in a beginner's mind, typically you want to give the plant enough room to stretch out its roots, to not be overcrowded, to grow as big as possible, and that's awesome. But when you space your plants too far apart, you're actually not only wasting space, but you're also leaving a lot of bare dirt. When you leave bare dirt, you are encouraging weed seeds to have all of the space, the moisture and the sunlight exposure that they need to uh, to germinate, which obviously means more work for you down the road. In addition to potentially having extra weeding to do with bare soil, it also means that your the soil is going to go through more temperature swings through the heat of the day and the cool of the night, which can stress out your plants depending on how severe those temperature swings are. And just like everything, this one has a very easy fix, which is to use mulch. Mulch is a sort of protective covering that you put over the surface of your soil, and that can be grass clippings, it can be straw, it can be um, wood chips, which are my favorite, Um, and it's kind of like a blankie that you snug up to your plants, and it keeps them toasty at night, uh, and it keeps the soil at a more even temperature throughout the season. Uh, And fortunately, because it blocks the sunlight from getting to the soil surface, it can also really significantly help prevent weed seeds from germinating, which makes a lower maintenance garden for you uh, during the summer. Which brings me to mistake number four that I often see with beginner gardeners, and that is not using mulch in your garden. Mulch is one of the best gardening methods uh, that I use right up there with companion planting. And if you're not sure what mulch is, it is a protective layer that you put over the surface of your garden soil. It is most commonly made from organic materials like wood chips, straw, um, grass clippings are another great option some people choose to use synthetic materials, such as uh, landscape fabric, which is kind of like a thin felt almost that you can put over the surface, and that helps um, cover the dirt. And the reason that you want to use mulch is that it helps to maintain moisture in the soil. It can help suppress weeds because it blocks the sunlight, sunlight like we just mentioned, and it also helps to regulate the soil temperature. It keeps the the soil... Insulated, more or less. And uh, if you are worried about having to go to the store to buy bags of mulch or, um, you know, spending money on that, there are several free sources, which my favorite is to call the city. Um, tree trimming companies, the arborists, and ask them to drop off a load of wood chips after they're done with their trimming jobs for the day. And they are almost always happy to do it because it saves them from having to go and pay to dump their wood chips at the landfill. Um, So you can also talk to your city's utility company. Sometimes that's an option if your local arborists don't want to deliver to your area. And lastly, um, mistake number five, and this one is the biggie, which is why I saved it for last. It is giving up too early. If you get out there this spring and you plant your garden and your seeds don't germinate or your seedlings die off, or maybe squirrels came and dug up your sunflower seeds or your corn seeds, I have had that happen, especially when I was in South Carolina, um, It's really easy to get discouraged. It's easy to think that you missed the prime planting time, that because you tried once and it didn't go so well that it won't work or that it's too late. But chances are there is time to start again. Um, It's discouraging. I won't lie. It sucks to see your plants doing really well, uh, or your seedlings, I should say, and then earwigs come and eat them to the ground or... Your kids come and pull out all your newly planted lettuce seedlings and they die in the sun. But I am encouraging you to try again. That is the name of the game in gardening. The famous saying is there's always next year because you will have failures throughout your season. And once the next season comes around, you are filled with inspiration once again. But see if you can't shorten that curve and plant again now instead of waiting until next year. Um, depending, of course, on your season, there's almost always something you can plant. There are crops like radishes that will mature in less than a month. There are flowers like calendula that will bloom in less than two months. So stick some more seeds in the ground. See what happens. If you're really desperate and you just don't want to start from seed again, go to the nursery and buy a six pack of flowers or seedlings and stick them in the ground and see what happens the second time around. And if you only want to start with one thing, if you're not up for replanting your whole garden, then that's totally fine. Just pick an easy grower. All right. And with that, those are the five top beginner mistakes that I see in new gardeners. Not watering enough, overwatering your plants, spacing them too far apart, forgetting to mulch and giving up too soon on your garden. Don't get overwhelmed. It'll be okay. Okay. You can always replant, and if you have any questions, I can always help with those. Next week, we are talking about 10 easy-to-grow flowers and vegetables that you should plant this spring. So if you're not sure yet what to plant, make sure you tune in for that. And please don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a review if you're getting some awesome value out of it. See you next week.